The Triskelion species have journeyed far across the spiral arm of the Milky Way and learned much, but sometimes encounters are so alien that all plans tumble pell-mell. Then we are reduced to our primal selves, unable to escape the face of the truly alien. Such encounters are usually mercifully brief. The Triskelion is made up of the woven, human, and Rakal spacefaring species, whose mother worlds all resided comfortably in the Goldilocks zone, where water serves as the base for the elixir of life. Not all spacefaring entities share such lush mother worlds. Strange life comes out of the deep well of time, struggling since the birth of the Milky Way, in the darkness, without water, bruised by radiation under methane skies, amid diamond rains from ultraviolet clouds, or under a too terribly bright star, a semblance of sentient life in each case emerged. No Terran, no Rakalian, nor woven mind, no matter how tenacious or arabesque, could fathom the obtuse angles of thought that erupted from these alien forms. On their rare encounters with these beings, the translation of meaning occurred slowly or not at all. Common frames of reference, such as stars and planets, elicited no response, for we had no Rosetta Stone to link such enigmatic creatures to the reasoned minds and logic that characterized the Rakal, Wolven, and Human. Some concepts were translated to a strange species over generations, and sometimes concepts were not translated at all. Yet despite their inchoate structures to Triskelion minds, it could not be disputed that many diverse beings achieved space, and in doing so, contact was inevitably made, and with contact, the predatory rule of this fallen universe served as the bloody Rosetta Stone for the Triskelion. The rule of predation was this. See before you are seen, strike before you are struck, eat before you are eaten. All Triskelion feared the far alien entities as surely as they feared the unknown. The Triskelion prepared for the worst, even while still plotting and scheming for profit. Unfortunately, one second truth followed the rule of predation. Only the strongest will break the grip of their mother world to journey to other worlds. In these glimpses into this universe, we also share the Triskelion species' bewilderment and their unease, we share their nausea as they broach contact with entities who have no common frame of reference. This second glimpse into Triskelion brings us to such a perilous intersection. Triskelion 02, Into the Deep My hand moved against my will. I now have the ankle strap placed with the meter taut against my skin. Of course a crude meter like that couldn't detect them. The spaceship demanded the biosignature readouts to initiate its launch sequence. The tension was correct. Strong enough to sense my pulse, but loose enough to keep the circulation free. I desperately wanted to tear the strap off my ankle to abort this launch into deep space. Flight control was due for a shift to change. The new crew should see this wasn't right. Please let the shift change. Over the communication systems, a bouncy, cheery voice came. Alex, you all right? Of course you are. Just let it take hold and the pain will stop. 
I've already taken care of everything with Station Command. The HMS Beyonder has been cleared. Wasn't deep space exploration what you always wanted? Relax. I envy you. I envy the trip you are embarking on. I imagined a scream inside that voice. But there was none. No dichotomy. Who the hell was talking to me? I have to get out of here. I have to get out of here. How did I find myself aboard a deep space ship about to launch? I knew that normally the HMS Victoria held two star system class fighters in her belly. But she was on an exploratory mission, and her belly held this deep space explorer, the HMS Beyonder. Just like that thing that looked like Jeremy said. Out here on the perimeter in the last four days, my dream to explore had mutated into a biological prison. The Beyonder had superior range, but was not outfitted for jump. She was sent to discover new vistas and new jump points. But you had to go the old-fashioned way, with tachyon drives, to allow her to do deep space warp flight without the need for a jump brain, without the need for cryopods. She was equipped for decades of flight. Oh, someone help me. My own body imprisoned me, and the HMS Beyonder was going to launch out into the deep with me inside for, for how many years? How many with them inside? I have to get out of this chair. The data from flight control was still being received by the HMS Beyonder umbilical. If I could just move my hand, I could signal or maybe even disable the launch sequence. Instead, my hand began the ignition routines. I, I can't stop myself. Why can't it just kill me and get it over with? Because it needs me. It needs my body to move and my mind to infiltrate. It wants a complete victory. Huh. Oh no, I heard the engines begin their low hum. I have to get off. Let me off. Suicidal ideation dominated my thoughts, but it didn't matter. I could not act. I could only watch and listen and feel inside my own body. To be trapped on board with this parasite through an endless night. I was being sent to hell. Was there anything in the flight controller that I could appeal to? Was there anything left of the real Jeremy? I cried into the intercom. Colonel Jenkins, you're... Hush, Alex. Lie back. Don't you understand yet? You are going home. You are cell arthro-infected and, and enhanced. Why did I use that word? I didn't want to say enhanced. Ah, yes, I feel joy for you, Alex. So much joy. You're starting to finally get it. I had studied the cell arthro. There had been examinations of infected victims. You could smell the ammonia waste on us. On them. On us. It was a travesty we hadn't been caught. The arthro laid their uteri into the muscle tissue. When the births were expelled, they spread and dug through the musculature and spinal systems. The encapsulated ammonia waste was driven through microtubes into the sweat glands. Once the new neural net connected the children... The infection. The children issued nonverbal directions as urges, like an enforced obsessive-compulsive disorder. You must shower. You must shower. You must bathe. You must shower. You must shower. You must hide that you are different. You must hide that you smell differently. You must hide. I remember the ammonia stink. It's still been there. I had worried then, but they... It had kept pushing the idea of a medical exam out of my head. 
The damn thing wasn't verbal, even now. But I had no doubt. I knew. It told me. Its network had reached my spine, and from there they would start to crawl and burrow into my brain. There was no fighting it. Nothing verbal. Never words or thoughts. But somehow it stopped me from talking, from going for help. Now I knew that Cell Arthro altered consciousness as communication. I followed without perceiving the command or the nature of the action I was taking. My mind just fitted a reason to obey the parasites. It was proper to review the pilot's cabin of the HMS Beyonder and do a flight check. And so I found myself here, trapped in this chair. How long had they been gestating within me, influencing me? Another micro-blackout. I had been looking at the ankle strap, and now I was watching my hands punching the launch codes that I didn't even know until I punched them. What the hell? Why couldn't someone notice? Was there anyone left aboard the HMS Victoria to notice? The engine sound changed from a dull hum and roared to life. An endless starscape crawled into view as my hands continued to punch in coordinates without my will or thought. Coordinates that were thousands of light years away. The Beyonders lifting into space and drifting with small thruster bursts away from the HMS Victoria to start its deep space journey home. It's too late to get off. I need rescue. I need rescue. The cell Arthur was inside me on a non-verbal level. But the colony was growing in strength. They didn't use words. But my words were funneling down into their instinctive drives and coming back up to my conscious mind under their ownership. Home. Not my home, damn it. It was inside me, not just egg sacs, not just worms, the adult. A, a culture. They were all burrowing through me, but this culture was leaking into my head. Enhanced. Home. Where the hell in all this hell did the word home fit in? I'm being enhanced. I can't seem to think of my body in any other way. It's pleasurable now to think of my body as enhanced. Enhanced. Someone catch us. Help us, please. It was the us in my own voice and in my own mind that insinuated the first sliver of surrender into my will. Already. And in answer, the thought came unbidden. Or at their bidding. We have years. Uncounted time in the deeps of space. Oh God, have mercy. They're in my head. I'm trapped on this ship forever and they've burrowed in my head. 